This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 244. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Jim. No Blake this week. He is busy doing a fancy football draft, uh, or a fancy Dungeons and Dragons draft, I'm not sure. That's no dedication. No dedication at all. We had a draft. We did it around it. We did it last night. Jeff, are you happy with your team? No. Okay. Jim, you happy with your team? My team sucks. Okay, good. I would say I'm happy with my team, but I have no idea. Well, when you've got the 12th pick, uh, you tend not to have good choices at the end. But the trophy looks good in your room. We have a trophy? Oh, Blake got it then. <laughs> got the 12th pick in a deep keeper league. Yes. Yes. When, yeah. I have to, when I have to pick a Bengal with my first pick. Who'd you pick, Jeff, with your first pick? Joe Mixon. How was that? Do you feel dirty after that? No. Okay. I actually, well, he's obviously going to be better than he was last year because he's now the number one running back since mm-hmm. they got rid of Jeremy Hill. But Not Jeremy Hill? Yeah. <laughs> I predicted, I predict Joe Mixon having a big breakout year this year. I hope so for Andy Dalton's sake. Well, they need a running game. Uh, yes. I, I hope so for my sake because I had to pick him because I wasn't going to touch LaShawn McCoy. I have him in three of my leagues. LaShawn McCoy? No, Mixon. Oh. <laughs> because the two that I'm in with you, I have them. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Fancy Talk. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, so Blake is not here this week. Uh, we will be having one more episode before we do our uh, Record It Live at the Cincinnati Comic Expo episodes. Who's looking forward to that? Me. 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 And Blake, are you looking forward to it? Yes, I am. <laughs> Going to recharge. Powering down. He's going to recharge it. What? He's got to get a special battery they have in Iceland? Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, uh, number one fan, Doug, will be with us at the expo. Yeah. Scab Jeff. Supposedly the Dip Man might be showing up. Uh, rumor has it where uh, there's been an invite to Randall Holt. 
uh, one of the first listeners to come onto the show and do an episode with us on that Sunday. That's the rumor. Yeah, he gets to play Scab Blake. Yes, we have a shirt for mm-hmm. him. And uh, our shirts are on order. Our seamstress, Susie, has uh, started them, so it should be interesting. Uh, we each got personalized shirts. Well, somewhat personalized. Uh, that's the best we can do. So uh, I'm excited about mine. Mine's a classic, I think. I feel good. Uh, Je- uh, Jim, uh, you might just get Blake's shirt. Yeah, because my design was too intricate. Yours was too intricate, just like you. Yes. It's a beautiful design. Can't you do iron-ons? Turn it into an iron-on. It's not Shrinky Dinks. Why well, not? It should be. Ooh, Shrinky Dinks. Does anyone know what Shrinky Dinks are that listen to this? I'm sure a lot so. of them do. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We're not really hot with the millennials. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> uh, we got about 16,000 millennials. Oh. Uh, or one person that has downloaded us 16,000 times, that's 18. So uh, Ke- I don't know. Kevin? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you remember uh, color, floor? color, color Forms? Yeah. I love those. Those are my favorite. Trinky Dinks, I didn't care. Well, but you got to put them in the oven. I didn't care about that. Oh, that was the best part. Looking through the window and watching them shrivel and then turn them into uh, ornaments for your Christmas tree. Is yeah. that what you did with them? That's what we did with them. Oh. I went outside and played instead. You silly goose. <laughs> you were like two. <laughs> yeah, his parents were like, I'll fucking go outside. <laughs> oh, mom and dad stopped parenting by the time I was around. <laughs> they gave up with me, too. They gave up with me. What do you want? Just go. Just do it. Uh, let's see here. Um, I do have a couple things here. Uh, my up. Let's do ups this week for starting off. My up is The Punisher. Uh, the 2003 movie? The Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Uh, John Travolta is the best best villain in the cinematic universe. No, I love the movie, but John Travolta is not good in it. You you killed my son. Ah! Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it was on Saturday night that I was watching it, and uh, my wife she was busy painting because I don't paint. I think it was Sunday night. Could be Sunday night. Actually, it was Sunday night. That's yeah. right. Because for Saturday night, we had a game night. Yes. We did. Which was more of a drinking, bullshitting session, but it was a oh, game yeah. night. So how many bottles of wine? No wine this week, oh. this time at the game night. So you weren't playing uh, Charterstone? No. No, <laughs> we were waiting for you before we continued Charterstone. Uh, but the Punisher was on Thomas Jane, and I started 10 minutes in, and it was right at uh, the family reunion on the beach. Yep. And next thing you know, the, here comes the bad guys. And that movie is really damn good. And I love even the corniness and the weirdness of it. The one guy's trying to get away from the bad guys by sailing away in the ocean. And he's like 20 feet away and they just shoot him. Another one goes on a motorbike and gets shot. Uh, It is a little ridiculous, but I completely forgot Kevin Nash was the Russian in it. Oh, yeah. He was this. I was like, oh, my God. So I end up watching all of it. Uh, and I forgot, there was a lot of things. I forgot about Henry Heck. Is that oh, his name? Yes. When he comes in and sings a Harry song. Heck. Oh, Harry oh, Heck. the Sorry, singer. Henry, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know his name. That song is great. Oh, my God. I wrote that for you. <laughs> I'm going to play it at your funeral. And uh, Ben Foster and John Panette as his neighbors. Yes. And John Panette's dead, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Re- Rebecca Romaine. Well, yeah, she was the main love interest. Mm-hmm. But her her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend never came back. I was kind of upset by that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him to come back. Come on. Loose threads, man. It was funny though because when I saw the uh when I saw the Russian Kevin Nash come in 
And I was like, oh, yeah, he hits him with a giant knife from the, you know, the paper cutter. Nope, that wasn't it. He just falls down the steps. And then the other guy, the bad guy later on that's guarding the thing, he's the one that gets hit with it, and they fall right next to each other at the bottom of the steps. It was a fucking great movie. Uh, and John Travolta is awesome in it. Again, no, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. He is hilarious in it. I'm shocked at the he's... amount of backlash and hate coming to that movie. It was well done. It was a good revenge movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it from start to finish. Uh, one of my favorite lines again is, uh, "God be with, uh, God, God be, be with, with you. you." God sitting this one out. Greatest line <laughs> ever in a movie. One of the greatest lines. Excellent. I agree. The the only thing I disagree with is I think Travolta was just chewing the scenery too much to make him a believable villain. I did like Thomas. I did like the Punisher. He made. Um, he got John Travolta to kill his best friend. I made you kill your wife. I made you kill your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And I did like. Where's Bob? She took the train. <laughs> and now I killed you. <laughs> and then he caught him on fire. He shot him. He wasn't dead. He tied him to a car. The car dragged him like a hundred feet. And then he got on fire. And he blew him up. And then he blew him up. <laughs> He was doing the Rasputin overkill. It was a little bit of an overkill. I guess it matches Travolta's acting. Just a little bit. There you go. Yeah, you, you just can't kill that bad, that overacting that easy. No, <laughs> no. Uh, so, Jeff, what's your up this week? Um, I don't know if this is an up or a down. Okay. We had game night as we talked, which was fun. But I'm a little confused and saddened that Apparently, neither you nor your wife know the definition of the word orb. Okay. <laughs> I do know the word orb. I've watched Ghost Hunter. You know the word orb, you just don't know what it means. It means those little powder, oh, ghost, uh, white things that go through the air when there's a ghost around. No. I've talked to no. Scab Jeff, and I'm correct. <laughs> no, or, orb means a lot of different things, and that's not one of them. Are you no. sure? Yes. It, do you know what an orb is? Yes, an orb is a sphere. Okay. That's why you have things like... Those little ghost things, they're sphere things. Yeah, they're orbs. Yeah, Yeah, but they're not the only orb. Any sphere is considered an orb. You know, the most common thing that when people talk about orbs they think of? Eyes. Because what's it in? It sits in your orbital bone. I also think that's the most common thing. I mean, or, or, have or, you ever or a read... planet sits sits in an orbit and it goes around in a circle? Have you ever read poetry? Because yes. they always compare, uh, call eyes orbs in poetry. I just thought it was the ghost orbs, is what they were called. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure we're in an orbit? Yeah. How is the <laughs> Earth as a flat surface in an orbit? <laughs> I don't it's, get it. It's just weird like that. Okay. He he guesses gas. Before eyes. We're for playing orb. code names. We're playing code names. And it was kind of like <laughs> you're trying to find these words. Kind of like 25,000 hour pyramid a little bit. More like password, I think. Okay. But no. <laughs> for me. And yes, yeah, so he said orbs, and I had no idea what the clue was to pick. Because uh, Jeff and so I were on a team. There were 25 words out there, and Jason had no clue what to pick. No. I did not see anything that said spirits or ghost. Uh, <laughs> there was, however, I and... Saturn. Yeah, I don't get it. Planet, yeah. On the positive, though, I did rule in Seinfeld trivia. You did do that. I did win twice in Seen It, Seinfeld. Oh, what did Carolyn do? I Your sister, who did, is the Seinfeld expert. Did she commit suicide? She's still alive. Okay. She got taken down a notch. 
She is a worthy adversary. I would say it comes down to the luck of the questions, to be honest with you. And my wife is not very good at it. Yeah. And, uh, and we were doing boys versus girls, so Carolyn had Jason's wife on her team. Oh, okay. And my wife uh, has watched some of it because I have it on every single night before I go to bed. But So she sees it, but I, she doesn't know enough about it. And then... We were talking about this last night. Who is your... I know you guys aren't as big of fans of Seinfeld as I am, but who is your favorite character from it? Anybody? Mm. Of the four. Oh, it's got to be of the four? You you can do any of them. Go ahead. Mine's favorite is Costanza, the lovable loser. Hmm. It's a tough question, isn't it? Mine might be uh, George's dad. Oh. I can see that. I like that one. Or, Or maybe Putty. Putty is funny. I'm thinking Newman. Hello, Newman. I think Hello, Jerry. I think the episodes with Newman are the better episodes. I did like uh, the one where uh, they're trying to get the recycling to Michigan. It can't be yeah. done, Newman. Yeah. Just let it go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mother's Day cards. My favorite George episode is when he decides to tell the truth to women. Yes. The opposite. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. Yeah. And he gets a job with the Yankees. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, 35, I'm 35 years old, I'm unemployed, and I live with my parents. Oh, what's your... Oh, come over here. <laughs> uh, I like the one where he uh, just wears velvet all the way around because his girlfriend doesn't care about outwardly appearing. Yeah. I'm just wearing velvet. <laughs> uh, no, so we were just talking about it because people always talk about Kramer, and obviously that's not true. Nobody likes him. Uh, he's the weakest of the four. And my wife, who is starting to like it a little bit more, said Elaine is her favorite. I said, that's a close second to George for me. Get out! But Jerry Stiller was the second person to play. Uh, Frank Costanza. Frank Costanza. The first was John Randolph in the pilot. And oh, then really? after that got picked up, they replaced and retaped, they retaped that... the uh, original episode. The oh! Because there was two people that played Jer- uh, Jerry's dad, too. Morty. Yeah, okay. So that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one actually was in the show. You saw him, yeah. and then they kicked him out, and thank God, because mm-hmm. the first one wasn't bad, but he just didn't have the comedic timing. Uh, so, Jeff, what's your, or Jim, what's your up? My up uh, would be fantasy football. I'm, I'm excited about the season. I'm excited about the football starting in general. Uh, college football, eh, something's happened. Eh. But pro football starts up on Thursday. Uh, fantasy teams, uh, six leagues, all are picked, all ready to go. I can't really pay attention to fantasy till after the four o'clock games are over because I'm rooting for everybody and against everybody, especially with four teams, six teams, six teams. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do, do do you think Chip Kelly is going to come back to the NFL after he looked really good in the UCLA game this week? Mm, he he'll get a little bit of time to get his people in there. Correct. The, the first year it won't be. But it was great to see him lose. It was fantastic to see him lose. Because he's a douchebag, and there's no allegedly about that. And then the other thing up would be a whitewater rafting trip coming up. Ooh. You have a big week. Both of you have a big week coming up here. Yeah. Uh, you got this is bigger. You got, well, I, I, that's what I've heard. <laughs> yes. I leave on Friday morning. I work Thursday night till 3 a.m. Okay. Because uh, you're a bartender, for yes. people that don't know. We leave at 5 a.m. to go down to Perry Park, Kentucky for a golf weekend. That's this weekend. That's this weekend. So I tee off okay. at 7.10 on Friday morning. Oh, dear God. Uh, and then we play uh, 36 holes then, play 36 holes on Saturday. Then we leave and drive down to West Virginia on Sunday morning for whitewater rafting. 
Okay. And come back on Tuesday. Okay. And then Expo the weekend, uh, next Friday, weekend. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, that's about 70 holes too much of golf for me. <laughs> I'm good for about a hole a day. <laughs> boo. I'm at golf, sicko. Still, boo. Oh, fuck you. And Jeff, you're going whitewater rafting too, aren't you? I am going whitewater rafting. You haven't gone in a couple of years, have you? I went a couple of years like ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. And I miss it. I, I want to go back eventually. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm preparing for this to be my last. Okay. I, I am. I Are might you be dying? too. No, but oh. I'm old and fat. Oh, okay. It it takes a toll on the body. Uh, you do sleep well after it. Yeah, but you sleep terrible the night before. Well, well, yeah, because you're camping. Yeah, I know. That's another reason. It's like camping. I'm done with camping. Why don't you just rent get a hotel room? You know this costs money? I know. You know what I don't have? Yeah. Money. Ethics? Morality? I got some of those. Sex drive? Just because I... Um, no, okay. Just because <laughs> I, <don't keep, laughs> I don't keep mine in a jar behind the bar doesn't hey, mean hey, I don't have them. My are fine. <laughs> They're gone. Yeah, they They're gone. They remodeled the bar and lost your morals. Uh, Gina, I believe, said they were thrown away. At the bar? At the bar. I used to keep my morals out of bar. I had one left. <laughs> uh, my down this week is uh, two things. Allergies. Uh, I'm struggling with it today. Uh, and yesterday, fucking allergies. Because it's summertime. It's technically September, but we're still in 95 fucking degrees heat. Oh, I you you, you realize that summer ends the 21st of September? Yeah, once September 1st hits, it should be 65 degrees. But but you realize summer goes to September 21st. I don't care if it's summer it, goes it's, to September it's 21st. Calendar. You, it, it's written. It's done. You have to wait till the end of September. No. Don't try to push things forward because you're a wuss. I fucking hate summer. Anyways, so then the other thing is my kids watch Garfield. The movie. And Friends? Oh, the movie. From 2004. First off, I want to know how much Bill Murray got paid to do this, the voice of Garfield. Not enough? Did you hear the story behind this? No. Apparently the writer-director uh, was named... I'm trying to remember. I think his name was Ethan Cohen. Okay. Bill Murray thought it was Ethan Cohen of the Cohen Brothers. But it was Joel Cohen. Joel Cohen. It was Joel, I'll not look Ethan. At it on IMDb. Okay, Joel Cohen. He thought it was Joel Cohen of the Cohen Brothers, spelled differently, oh. and so he agreed to do it, thinking it was the the, uh, the Ethan Brothers, the Cohen Brothers, and it turned out no, it was a different guy altogether. That's pretty funny. I think that was what Cohen with no H. And yeah, correct. Cohen C-O-E-N. with C-O-E-N. Yeah. So, so how much did he get paid? You you get three million. So did he fire his agent? He doesn't have an agent. Oh, yeah, he does himself. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a telephone call, and he may or may not show up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder who the backup yeah. was. I wonder who the backup Now, I will say, Brecken Meyer played, the ver- uh, played John. <laughs> he looks like John from the comic strip. Of all the people at he that does. time. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt was Liz. The vet. Yeah, and they definitely covered up her cleavage as much as possible. Uh, Why are you hiring Jennifer Love Hewitt if you're going to cover up her cleavage? Uh, she has... Big breasts? No, and no, I cannot no. lie. I, I never I, noticed that before. I still love, I know what you did last summer. got tons of crap because uh, she showed her bre- uh, cleavage a lot. So in the second one, she went to the director and said, I'm showing more cleavage in the second one. And she did. It's like, good for you. Uh, Steven Toblowski. Uh, yeah. Toblowski. Uh, he played the bad guy in it. They had a bad guy? Yeah. He's Ned from... Uh, 
uh, we call it um, Groundhog Day. Thank you, Ned Ryerson. Yes. Uh, let's see here. The, here's the voices, though. Uh, well, I'll get to it here. I apologize. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel was one of the voices in the oh, show. Yeah, that was what around the time of the Man Show, or I don't slightly know, slightly after the Man Show. Yeah, it was okay. 2004. Nick Cannon. These are voices now. Alan Cumming, Brad Garrett. Oh my God, there's a normal in it. Oh, it's David Eigenberg. Well, of course, normal is going Richard to be in. Richard Kind. It. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Deborah Jo Rupp. Uh, yeah. She was from Seventy Show, the mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so there you go. Those are the big. They all have, they all have pretty distinct voices. They're pretty, they're good yeah. voice actors. Yeah. It was just kind of funny. If you need that I, distinct voice, yeah. yeah. It just boggled my mind. Like, oh my God, they got a fucking lot of people in this movie. Uh, so yeah, it's a horrible film now. It is horrible. Well, that was the line from uh, what was it, uh, Zombieland, when they you know, killed Bill yeah. Murray, and they're like, well, "Do you have any regrets?" He's like, uh, "Garfield." Yeah. <laughs> well, in the second one that came out two years later, which I completely yeah. forgot, Breckenmeyer came back, Jennifer Lopez came back, or Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Billy Connolly was the bad guy. Ooh. Bill Murray was back. And uh, I think that was about it for the names. Yeah. That's the one he probably got paid big money for yeah. was oh, I would Garfield so. 2. Well, it's Bill, amazing that he showed up a second time. A tale of two kitties. <laughs> Billy Connolly, what's he best known for? Would that be uh, replacing Howard Hessman? Head of the class. On Head of the class? Or what was the movie, the TV show we were talking about months ago? Billy? Billy, yeah, Billy. that's what it was. Yeah. Wasn't that a spinoff, yeah, though? Yes, I didn't realize it was supposed to be the same character from Head of the Class moving to <laughs> Los Angeles. Nobody got that. Yeah. He was just Billy playing a guy named Billy is all I got What's from up him. with these uh, high schools moving, uh, teachers moving to <laughs> California? Well, the entire school in... Uh, Saved by the Bell moved from Bayside, Indiana to Bayside, California. (laughs) They were in Indiana originally? The Good Morning, Miss Bliss episodes were supposedly Indiana, I think. I thought it was Minnesota, but... Doesn't matter. It was was, uh, Midwest. Midwest, yeah. Uh, What's your down, Jeff? Happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Thank you. You had your birthday last week. I did. Jimmy uh, did, too. Well, well, uh, Jim's was two weeks ago, so get it straight. Come on. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, well, now, yeah. You're, you're I think down? I covered my down was the okay. fact that you don't know what an orb is. Oh, fuck you. My down is turning 29 again. Congratulations. You're younger than me. I mean, I, I, it's tough to turn 29 every year. How does it feel to be 30 years younger than your brother? That's a big gap <laughs> difference. If everybody actually realize, knows, Jeff and I are actually twins. Yes. Uh, I am four minutes older than Jeff. Mm-hmm. But you look about 10 years younger. Yeah, amazing. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, so that's your down? That is my down. Okay. Everything else has been pretty good. i got a big week coming up. Kind of excited for it. So uh, Let's see here. Also, if you guys have any questions for the expo next week, uh, let us know. Uh, send them to us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast and the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook. Unless you have questions for Blake, then don't bother sending them. No, you can. We can answer them. Yeah. We can answer them. Yeah, uh, we, might, we might have BlakeBot 2.0 or and something. We, and we are in booth 142. Uh, so if you're at the expo in two weeks, at September 14th through 16th, look for us on booth 142. We're next to the Cincinnati Children's Theater. So damn it, let the expletive fly. Those Cincinnati Children's Theater people will never stop cussing. It is ridiculous. I can't I, well, if you had to hang around with that many children, you would too. Probably. Uh, we're also by an armory. 
They sell armory stuff and a T-shirt express. I kind of need some new chain mail. Well, just you just wear chain mail, right? That's it? Ah, normal, yeah. yeah okay. that, that's part of my uh, work garb. Good call. Good call. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look for us at 142. We are by the beer booths again, so I'm excited about that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, also, Twitter poll of the week. You can follow us at Bad It Is Podcast and vote there. What villain from the Marvel Cinematic Universe do you want to see return in a future film? Uh, the options were Red Skull, Ultron, Justin Hammer, and the Mandarin. This one kind of surprised me. Uh, it's how I would have voted. Number well, one. no, I would... I'll, I'll let you read okay. the... 7% vote in last place, Ultron. I have no problem with that. I did like James Spader as a voice, though. A lot of people didn't. Really? Yeah, I was surprised by the, the flack he got. I liked it. They don't like Robert California? Apparently they don't. Nobody likes Robert California. <laughs> Joe Bennett did. She gave him her job. That's true. Uh, Justin Hammer came in at 19%, played by Sam Rockwell. I want to see him. No, I, I don't. I, I Oh, God, I was glad he was done and gone and oh, I liked never him. came back. I thought he was... I mean, he's supposed to be annoying, so Rockwell did a good job being annoying, but I don't want to see it. That's, I think Sam Rockwell plays annoying characters too much. Yeah. I and can see that. He probably will get typecast yeah. in doing so. Of course. I still need to see three billboards to see if he's... Oh. Excellent film. <sighs> was he playing an annoying character? He's an asshole in it. He's an, he has an asshole in it, but uh, he... He has some redeeming qualities. Yeah, he has... It. It, yeah. It's not annoying. But uh, you definitely don't like it. Yeah, it's by far his best job in any movie. He won for that, right? Yes. Okay. Wait, even better than Charlie's Angels? Even better than Charlie's Angels. Oh. So Crispin Glover from Charlie's Angels. Well, no one is. Uh, in first place, winning 39% to 35%, beat out the Red Skull, the Mandarin. The real Mandarin is yeah, what I think people want to see. pretty that. much what the... I don't think they want to see Trevor Slattery back. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Oh, I loved it. I thought, oh, I... And I, I can't believe the backlash that got. That was the best part about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Was Everybody it, was bitching about it. It's like, that was the best thing. Was it Ben Kingsley? Yeah. Yeah, Ben Kingsley. And it, the, the character's just, I mean, when he's not on tape, he's just like an idiot. And, and he's, he's an yeah. ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, oh, I agree. With, I was just as confused as Tony Stark was when he walks in and he's, like, blathering on him, like, whoa, what? Did I miss something? What's going on here? And then when it dawns on you, and like, Oh, that's great. You know what? The same people that complained about that were probably the same people that bitched and complained about South Park when they did their April Fool's Day episode instead of revealing Cartman's father. They just did a regular episode. No. No. No, no, no. No, No, they did the uh, Not Without My Anus. They Uh, did a Terrence and Phillip episode. (laughs) It wasn't even... and the there South was Park. so much backlash to that. It was hilarious. And they weren't supposed to come back for another month, but they ran an episode the next week because the backlash was so bad. It was bad. Denver Broncos, wasn't it? No. Well, Who was the, who was the dad? His mom. From, oh, so yeah, it's like Anakin. From the very first thing, yeah. uh, he said, uh, well, <laughs> from that episode anyway, yeah, his mom was his dad because she was a hermaphrodite. Okay. But they actually go on and change who it is. But, yeah, th- then they say, no, that was just stupid. So then they changed it, and it was actually somebody from the Denver Broncos. Uh, Scott uh, Tennerman. S- yeah, Scott Tennerman's dad. Played for the Denver Broncos. He was apparently the kicker. <laughs> and so Cartman killed him and ground him into chili and fed him to Scott Tennerman. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember that. Let me, t- let me t- taste your tears. And then when Cartman found out who 
who was, he had an emotional breakdown because it meant he was a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Send your complaints to Ginger Eye Graphic Novice. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. There's your Twitter poll of the week. You don't see the Red Skull show up again? I do. I would love to. Who's going to play him? I don't care. Fuck the new guy. Yeah, whoever the new guy was. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty seamless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have no I, issue with it. I didn't realize it wasn't Hugo Weaving. I love that. Uh, as he, long as yeah, they got like the rights to use his likeness type stuff, because I know the whole. As we mentioned, Crispin Glover earlier. The whole Crispin Glover uh, Back to the Future Two uh, lawsuit. I, I love that uh, that Red Skull showed back up in Avengers Infinity War. I love that because he's been on this planet for years, but now is he free? Can he go anywhere? I was under the impression that since there isn't a stone to guard, he was now free. I like seeing him come back. Maybe not in Captain America, but something else. So, uh, rumor is it rumor has it uh, that the Scrolls Secret Invasion will be coming at the end of Avengers uh, four. Next year, next Avengers. And so they're going to be planting the seeds for uh, the aliens. If you're not familiar with it, Secret Invasion. Oh, everybody he got rid of was just the scrawls. That would be funny. <laughs> that <laughs> That's how they're going to get. Oh, all your favorite characters that died, they didn't really die. They were just scrawls the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but th- that would be funny. But no, uh, basically, that would be terrible. Thanos just got rid of the scrolls. Yeah. Hey, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> well done, Thanos. Uh, but yeah, the scrolls are shapeshifters. Uh, they can take a form of anything and become superheroes. And in the secret invasion, basically, uh, they wanted to take over Earth, but they didn't have the firepower. So they started infiltrating government, superheroes, everything else. And so uh, it was a big reveal. I think it was uh, Ronan, wasn't it? Uh, Hawkeye that found out about it. He was one of them. He found out that the scrolls were there. He was one of the first guys. And um, Hank Pym was one of the scrolls eventually. Yeah, Pym was a scroll. Uh, there was a lot of them. Uh, I think Tony Stark was, wasn't he? Was he? I thought I at some point he might have been like one of the last. I'll just put it. I got Spider confused. Spider Woman was. Yeah. Spider Woman was. I got confused at one point because I was under the impression that that's how they uh, wrote uh, uh, Tony Stark doing some of the shit he did during uh, Civil, Civil War, War uh, originally because they really, in my opinion anyway, he came across in the comic books as pretty much a bad guy in Civil War. Yeah. And uh, I think the movies did a better job of balancing that out. You don't go against Cap. But for some reason, I thought it they had wrote in that when he did that, he was a scrawl. But I was corrected by our corrector, Dev. Uh-huh. So uh, uh, apparently I was wrong on that. So now I don't know who was what anymore. Would you like to see a secret invasion? Yeah, I would like to see a secret invasion. I like the books. Yeah. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see how they do it. Of course, it would probably take 18 films again to get to it. Yeah. That's today. the thing about Secret Invasion. I suppose it's a better way of changing things up than time travel. Yeah, yeah. Because there's going to be time travel in the next one. Be ready. Well, obviously when the time stone is involved, the, uh, uh, the ability of traveling in time is already there. There's an article today I was reading about who could be a scrawl in the cinematic universe. They listed 21 people. Thanks. No, you listed almost everybody. everybody. <laughs> was uh, Suri one of them? Was that her name? No. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, Wong was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wong's a scrawl. <laughs> so, but it was funny. And then every comment was, thanks. You could have just said everybody could be one. Thanks. Everybody on the planet 
except for I uh, can't even think of somebody who would be worth Spider-Man. No, he could be. Okay. Well, Captain America is going to be one, but then Nomad's going to come out. Ah, uh, oh, love Nomad. Ulysses Claw. He's dead. But was he dead, or was it a scrawl that died? Oh my god! <laughs> See, that's the problem. It's just as annoying as time travel. You can't figure out. But time travel is great when you can like go back and right the wrongs, uh, like in Deadpool. Too. I haven't seen it. <laughs> you need to see Deadpool too. I know. I got busy watching The Punisher from 2004. There's time travel. Oh God. And Deadpool, it's well, cables involved, so you know yeah. there's time travel. That's true. I heard X Force dies. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry. Sorry. Except for Peter. I don't know that, but I'm, just <laughs> I'm guessing Peter's. Fine. I love you, honey bear. <laughs> uh, Jim, let's do some listener feedback. It's time for the bomb listener feedback, brought to you by Nike, because everybody knows about that new ad featuring Thanos, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing half of everything. <laughs> Thanos is an asshole. <laughs> I know. Uh, so we start off with, from Doug. Number one fan. Can't give yourself a nickname. Eight fans. <laughs> I may have missed it. Did you cover this on your show? Time Magazine recognizes Pandora, the world of Avatar, as the best of the best. No, 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 no. He got that wrong. The best of the best was the James Earl Jones, uh, uh, Robert Eric Roberts movie with uh, kickboxing. No. Exactly. James Earl Jones was in that? Yeah, yeah he was the coach. coach. Oh, God. Uh, Chris Penn, a thin Chris Penn. I remember Penn. Chris Penn. <laughs> He's dead, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and actually, our... Uh, uh, intern got it wrong. He put Time Magazine, Pandora, the world of Avatar. Oh, it's, it should say Avatar Land. It should say Avatar Land. Yes, the world of Pandora. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it's the best of the best. Uh, I don't think it's the worst of the worst. And even. Time Magazine is fake news anyway. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Uh, and fuck Avatar Land. <laughs> okay, I guess we're done with that one. Uh, on a side note, we'll be giving out Avatar Land maps this year at the Sentai <laughs> Comic Expo, so come and get one. If you suck at if you suck at trivia, you're getting a map. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be most people because they have to beat the the geeks. Beat the geeks. Okay, and next we have from Bob. Bob. I Bob. am guessing the Venom posters will be better than the movie. Dot dot dot. Thoughts? Venom's only going to show up in the last ten minutes, right? I don't know. I just have no. Dis- I've never particularly cared for Venom as a character to begin with. So the poster art is pretty cool, though. Okay, I haven't seen it. I, I, I have a bad feeling that an hour and 20 minutes of it is obviously the origin and him trying to figure it out, and then the last 20 minutes is him fighting as Venom. Like every fucking origin film from superheroes. And it's like, I don't care enough, like you said, about Venom. Just I don't know if I can sit through an hour and 20 minutes of it. I mean, that's what that was my biggest disappointment on, say, like uh, Spider-Man 3, was they decided they needed to throw Venom into that story. That was a studio, right? Oh, yeah. 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 No, no, uh, I forgot the director. Raimi. Yeah, Raimi wanted to stay old school, Sinister Sticks type villains, and they're like, oh, well, Venom's like one of his most popular villains. You need to use him in this uh, movie. You know what pissed me off about Spider-Man 3? Not Venom. Topher Grace. <sighs> Not even that. <laughs> Fucking Sandman's linked to Uncle Ben's murder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the Why? worst part. And then he became a good guy at the end. I don't care. 
Oh, he has a sick kid at home. That's why he's robbing me. How about he's just a robber? How about that? He made a poor life decision. Can we just do that? <laughs> so how about he's addicted to drugs and needs money to buy drugs? There you go. Well, <laughs> that's another villain. I think Sandman was one of the more sympathetic and at one point uh, tried to be good in the comic books. No one's sympathetic in that shirt, okay? That shirt is <laughs> awful. I'd rather, be, I'd rather be more sympathetic to Hydro Man, okay? The guy that can turn into water. And he was an asshole in the You like uh, turning into water better than turning into sand? Yeah. You can go more places. Sand gets everywhere. You come <laughs> home from a day of robbing people, you're going to get sand all over their house. The police are going to find you easily. <laughs> well, look at this sand. Okay, thanks. Either you're on Panama City Beach or you're at your house. You're in trouble. The problem is if he leaves sand behind, doesn't he just leave him a little bit himself? So eventually he's just not he's going nothing. to exist. But then he picks up sand when he goes to the beach. Uh, that's not sand he's picking up. There's a lot of things that's that can be That's cat turds. Yes. <laughs> and then that's the thing. You couldn't have cats because they're going to be shitting all over you because you're just going to be a, a giant kitty litter box. So that's all Sandman is, is a kitty litter box. Okay, so can't wait to Sandman in the next film, Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Garfield's going to attack. Shouldn't I be fighting Spider-Man? Shut up! Oh, no, he just ate two lasagnas! <laughs> oh, so he's crossing with Popeye? He's going to get stronger with the food he eats? No, he's, no, he's talking about the dump he's going to oh. take. <laughs> it took me a second. It took us explaining it to you. You know what? Still better than Spider-Man 3. <laughs> that was a dump. I think we have an idea for a new movie. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Can it be a cinematic universe? Can yeah. we get Odie involved in an offshoot? <laughs> Who's Odie's villain? I gotta have a villain for Hydro Man. He laps up the water with a giant tongue. I like it. Uh, now, now you're just now you're just forcing things. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Call the Universal Studios <laughs> or DCU. Yeah, cool, yeah. Uh, next, we have from Dev. How can we trust that Blake is actually in Iceland and won't just be in the green room again? We can't. I I think it's because they won't run out of beer this year. Did they run out of beer last year? I'm just assuming. Well, that's true. He did have a lot. Uh, next year at the Expo, be ready for Blake's Green Room. It will be on our YouTube channel. Uh, this year, uh, he's just going to film his whole Icelandic flight. So that should be a thrilling. Oh, is he going with the entire family again? Oh, that would be fun, oh, actually. yeah. That would be fun. There's a story behind it. But I'm not going to share it on the radio. No. Good call. Good call. Okay. Doesn't now, matter. Well, Blake won't listen. Oh, I don't care if Blake listens or not. The, the problem is Blake's stories like go for a half hour. We don't and, have time. <laughs> and and the, the point will be he's going on vacation with the whole family. Yep. Good call. So next, we got from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. Hey, Kevin. Some have suggested San Diego can't accommodate the SDCC crowd anymore. Thoughts? I don't care. <laughs> the crowd's too big for me to want to go there, so I don't care what they do. Over 100,000 people. That's a big crowd. And, uh, again, I don't feel, I don't get why people want to be. Wait, the San Diego smaller? It's bigger than Indianapolis. Yeah. I mean, Origins gets over 100,000 people. Okay, so once a 150, we're just going guess. Okay, I thought that. We're going guess. But uh, I wouldn't want to be there just because I don't want to deal with all the people, like you said. I mean, San Diego Convention Center is outgrown, but then they spawn things off to a whole bunch of other things. I'll find out who, what the attendance What they is. should do, yeah, they should do Hall H. They should just do that at, like, what? Qualcomm Stadium's not being used for anything. Just use yeah. the football stadium to to do your uh, major things or something. You know, uh, the weather has got to be nice. 
167,000 in 2015. Okay, that's a lot. That's a whole lot of people. Um, yeah, that's the most recent one. I mean, otherwise, yeah, yeah. I'd rather go to San Diego than go to uh, Anaheim, which is where I think they were talking about moving it, and fuck Vegas. So, I mean, what? Well, there's a reason that we don't go. We don't take the invites they send to us because it's just too big. We don't. We don't want to deal with all these people. Because Hobie gets invited every year to have a booth. We do. Uh, unfortunately, we don't get plane tickets from that though either. My my question is. How many people go to San Diego Comic-Con to talk about comics? About seven. Or to buy and sell comics? Oh, buy and sell, 17. Okay. You see that far corner in the back there, past Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> yeah, that's where it's at. Uh, they said HBO and Marvel sat out this year. Marvel sat out last year, too. Uh, they said the bigger companies are actually sitting out more. I think it's going more towards TV than well, movies. Yeah. And th- there's no reason... Well, it should be going more towards comics as like the origin of Correct. the damn thing um but i mean yeah once you get too big there's no need for you to have to go there yeah and i mean there's, there's no need for uh marvel uh movies studio to go there yeah is there is there a i reason mean maybe to... show up if they got like a new show on television they want to hype is, is up is there a reason to have like star wars there to have a new uh premiere a new uh no, there's no trailer. There's no need for Star Wars to be there. No. There's no need for Marvel movies to be there. I, I have an issue. Uh, I would love to go to New York uh, Comic Con. I think that would be fun. But that's just getting as big. They had 150 thousand. Yeah, but New York can handle it. New York can, yeah. But still, I don't know if I could handle 150 thousand even spread out. Uh, that's my biggest thing. And then sitting on Hall H for six hours just to see a trailer I can see ten minutes later online, or get the description of. I'm good. Mm. Because everybody releases it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against San Diego Comic-Con, but I have no desire to go. I used to be, that's one of the things I wanted to do, never again. Yeah, especially in this day and age when you, you can just release it online and hype it up that way. Yeah. I mean, there's no need to spend a whole lot getting it ready for Comic-Con when you can just get it ready for when you're ready to make a big... And some of the, like, exclusives, like the toys and that, the Funko Pops, you can buy a Toys R Us. Oh, shit, never mind. Toys R Us is not around anymore. <laughs> well, you could buy a Toys R Us. You can buy them at Target. Probably next, yeah. Or uh, you can just go online and get They sell them at Target. Do they? Yeah, on the, back, on the back wall, back by the uh, yeah. so I, books. I know. They sell games. the exclusive San Diego Comic-Con Funko Pops? They have Pops? some exclusive ones there. Ex- Target exclusive ones. I don't know what they're... Yeah. Four-day passes, $276 this year. Nope. Well, we wouldn't have to pay because they invite us. Correct. Right? Correct. We classy the place up yes. at San Diego Comic-Con. They wish they could get us. They do. They do. They're, they're still disappointed that we haven't shown up yet. They are. They still have a booth every year just waiting for us. That's the empty booth. We will be at the Comic Expo in Cincinnati, though. Cincinnati Comic Expo is where it's at. Is where it's at. Yes, right. Okay, also from Kevin at Cincy Explorer, regarding Jason making fun of scooters in downtown Cincinnati two weeks ago. Hey, Jason. You won't be able to throw a stick in front of me while riding one of the scooters, dot, 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 dot. I ride them in the... Street. Street. And wear a helmet. Actually, you say he doesn't wear a helmet. Uh, uh, what, what, what do you mean you can't throw a stick in front of me he rides it in the street? You can still throw a stick in front of him. It's in the street. It's in the street, though. <laughs> uh, that, that was Apparently, up. there are stick guards from throwing sticks into the street? No, there isn't. I bring my quarrel sticks down every week to throw them at people riding those scooters. 
Don't throw sticks. Throw logs. No, I get. I have a, just an actual qu- quiver. Sure. Quiver. I get a quiver of sticks. Oh. It's just filled with sticks. And I go downtown and I throw it in front of the people on those bird scooters. I have no issue with that. One yeah. bit. Uh, they're now tripling the bird scooters because they're scooters called, by a company called Bird. And uh, in downtown Cincinnati, they're basically you apply, you sign up on an app, you scan your credit card over it, or I think that's yeah, it. You, yeah. you hook your credit card up to the app. Yeah. Then you scan you scan your you scan your car, your phone. Oh, uh, that's what it. Sorry. It's connected to your phone. You scan your phone over the. Uh, the little box on the top box of it. on of it, and then it activates it for how long you're going to use it. It's a motorized scooter, and uh, I was walking to lunch the other day, uh, week, and I think I saw five of those scooters uh, disregard every single uh, stoplight and traffic signal. So that was good. I'm waiting for somebody to get hit with them. Somebody was it uh, Cleveland? Somebody was hit and killed while we're riding one of those, but it was a drunk driver, so that's a different on story. On the scooter or on the car? The car, the guy in the car was oh drunk driving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, again, Memphis was the best. The mayor of Memphis said, "You show up with these scooters, they're going to be in the trash." <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So basically, uh, if you drive a scooter downtown, please tell us why. And uh, it was because you so you can get from like one block to the next in thirty seconds instead of forty five seconds. So you can get from a couple blocks without walking. Walking's nice, except when it's hundred degrees out. See, when it's 100 degrees out, you can ride a scooter. We have a streetcar. That doesn't go to anywhere you need to go. You don't camp. And and it's filled with mold. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Cincinnati, everybody. You can ride our moldy streetcar. We're flying in for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Might I suggest, don't use the (laughs) streetcar. You wouldn't use the streetcar anyway. It doesn't go near the Duke Energy Convention Center. It's two, two blocks away. Three blocks. And then you can hop on a scooter. The hotel's right across the street. The hotels, all the hotels are between the uh, streetcar and the convention center. So it's not, yeah. You're fine with it? Uh, No, I'm not fine. Okay, what else we got? Okay, moving on. From the Pop Culture Cafe podcast. Okay, gents, the new season of TV crap is around the corner. What are you looking for and not looking for? I honestly have absolutely no clue what new shows may be coming out. Well, I'm looking forward to a new season of uh, The Good Place. Oh, yeah. Are they doing a fall season, or is that going to be, again, not until uh, winter? I don't know. Uh, no, it's starting start? in, like, three weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're doing it in the fall, because the first two were, were like, yeah. January uh-huh. starts. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to I that. I think this one might be broken up into two. Uh, two seasons. Yeah. Two half seasons. Two half seasons. Looking forward to a new season of Jeopardy starting. How's that? Are you on? No, I'm not. No. Fucking Jeopardy. Assholes. Fuckers. Uh, let's see. What am I... I'm looking forward to what... Uh, two Broke Girls got canceled, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. So anything in that time slot I'd look Kevin forward to. Kevin got canceled, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, that time slot's so nobody can watch. Uh, unfortunately, Man of the House or whatever that Joey... Uh, show is that Joey show? Uh, isn't it uh, Joey from Friends? <laughs> yeah, long show. Yeah, he's got a name that's not Joey. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Joey Lauren Adams. I'd rather see her on my screen than Matt LeBlanc. Duh. I don't mind oh. Matt LeBlanc. That's not a good show. No. And Kevin Nealon is terrible in it. I didn't know Kevin Nealon was in it. He plays his stupid brother. No. And uh, he's terrible in it. Terrible. I'm looking forward to Arrow because, and I'm serious. I'm looking forward to Arrow because. 
uh, they have, uh, they're doing the Supermax storyline of him going to prison. So I'm kind of intrigued to see that. And he, he's stuck in there with all the supervillains. Um, so, yeah. Uh, New season of the Orville? Yeah. Orville comes out December 27th, I think, 8th. Uh, follow the Gotham Liked pod. Um, I'm not looking forward to Gotham. Not looking forward to Gotham. Is it deli- is it final a, season. Final season of Gotham. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's one thing uh, that uh, bugs me, as since we're talking television and whatnot, is when they mention a show is canceled versus a show is going into its last season. Yeah. It. it I was reading something, and I th- did we. I think it might be coming up in our news of the geek. Maybe not. Yeah, like the new girl wasn't canceled; they ended. Yeah. And, and especially, well, are we talking about Mr. Robot? Yeah, we, yeah, we are. Okay, but uh, I, I was reading something about, oh, no, Mr. Robot's canceled. I'm like, really? They fucking canceled? And they're like, after a 12-season, 12 12-episode 12 season. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Robot actually. And did. I'm like, well, it's not canceling. No, they're, they're, <laughs> they're going out on their own, actually. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're finishing. And canceling means, yeah, we're not bringing you back now. Correct. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to Arrow, the Orville. That's about it. Um... I think I want to watch The Flash. I think I do. I pretty much stopped all the... I didn't watch last season, um, but I, I'm going to try to get back in with this season because they have... Or last season, everybody said it was pretty shitty. So they're hope, hopefully changing. And obviously, number one, Riverdale. Oh, God. Is Jughead dead? I, I, I can only hope. No, he's not. Okay, and that, no. if you're going to like that, I can't wait for Bull to come out for another season. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst show ever. No, uh, not even close to the worst. I can't ever. wait. Well, uh, you got arrested. Well, the jury's next day. What? what what's going on? Oh, and the, uh, they, they get their speedy trials in bowl. Uh-huh. Didn't you know that? They don't even try to fake it. <laughs> oh my god! Why they, try? In three weeks. Well, we got a trial. What? What just happened? Yeah, and like, like Riverdale tries to be realistic too. No, no, they've never said they're realistic. <laughs> I mean, Riverdale tries to be good. Those teenagers are <laughs> having some intricate sex. That, so, they are hitting the Kama Sutra right at sixteen. Scorpion's not coming back. That's correct. Correct. That's done. That was fire. That was canceled. Yeah, because that's the one that's not believable. Oh my god, <laughs> that is so bad. The airplane and the Mustang. <laughs> Season pro- pi- or the pilot episode. I'm going to connect a USB cord from the airplane, a jet, to the computer as I'm driving the Mustang. That's not the same speed. Ooh, I, I just no, got- no, no. These geniuses figured out how to get it to the right speed. I just and- got, I got a text from Blake. He's yeah. looking forward to. The Curse of Oak Island and them finding nothing again. I heard they found buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and some coins. Unfortunately, it says... They were 1984 quarters, but... <laughs> it was a whole roll. Yeah. <laughs> That's $10. <laughs> By buttons, you mean things you pushed? And you know, they push no. the button and the elevator... They were made in China. <laughs> and it says, by TJ Maxx. Oh. <laughs> These guys... Who's this TJ Maxx guy? <laughs> Let's look him up. <laughs> was he a general? Or was he, was he a, was he he a, a Templar knight? <laughs> it says here he ran a crappy general store. <laughs> so how's we got? Okay, from Nikki. Did Jason just refer to Josie and the Pussycats as the Pussycat Girls? Jeff, please punch him in the arm for me. You have your arms, you can't reach me. Not from now. I'll get him when he's least expecting it. 
And I will verify that Jeff punches Jason in the arm. If he doesn't, I'll kick him in the nuts. I'll be on- Both <laughs> of them. <laughs> I'll be honest. I did say the Pussycat Girls. I had no idea why. Um, that is Garfield's superhero sidekicks uh, when he goes against Sandman. So it should be an interesting episode. <laughs> interesting. Well, it'll be the good Pussycat Girls? Or? Well, no, because Normal is going to be in it. Oh. It'll be the Pussycat Dolls? Normal yeah. is the... I'm just glad he didn't say Pussycat Dolls instead of yeah, cause he Pussycat hate, Girls. Because Jason hates Nicole Scherzinger. Do you hate Nicole Scherzinger? Yes. <laughs> I completely forgot about the Pussycat Dolls. So yes, I do. I do hate them. Normal is the Aqualad of, of uh, Garfield. Uh, uh, you mean Tempest? Whatever, Aqualad. Uh, what Normal is jumping the shark, I think. When you, when you add Normal into the show. That is true. Stupid great cat. Yeah. We got some listener reviews from Pam Morris at, that's what it says on the paper here. So still catching Seriously, up. Hack- uh, intern Hackney is sucking this week. Uh, we'll have to have a conversation with him. Still catching up on episodes. Winona Earp sucked. I watched th- <laughs> the first three episodes and couldn't get into it. Glow rocks, and the second season is even better. I gotta get into Glow. I saw the first season and I loved it. My wife and I have not watched the second season yet. Did you though. cut out the other review? Yes, that would be next week's. Okay. Uh, intern Hackney said, I only can type with my fat fingers a little bit. Okay. But, uh, I don't, again, I'm not sure what Pam is trying to watch Winona Earp. I give a good synopsis of it. Every single week. <laughs> no, he just gave one and said... Oh, no, I, I'm still trying. I'm still watching the second season. I thought you gave up. No, no. I just kind of watch other things in the meantime. Or during it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. so at but, the same time. Between, between <laughs> episodes, when I, when I get back to what, like this week, like this, from last week to this week, in between the episodes of watching Why Not Earp, I watched four seasons of, uh, was it the House of Doyle or the Republic of Doyle, a Canadian PI show? <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Still better than her. <laughs> hey, I watched four seasons of it. <laughs> uh, then we have from Professor One at Doc Number One. When will these guys be in the WWE? And what are they? Uh, the Los Ice Creams. <laughs> so they have these luchador masks, but they look like melted ice cream. And they have like cones, like for like a beard or a hat. Yes. And uh, good to look, follow up uh, on this Twitter online. It is the scariest thing. It is stuff that makes me stay up at night. I can't. I can't look at this picture. So, are these actual wrestlers? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, the answer is they will not make it to the WWE at least with those masks. No, the WWE is hiring everybody and anybody so they're not in Ring of Honor and get competition because they're a little worried about Ring of Honor and New uh, New Japan wrestling coming over here. So WWE is trying to buy everybody. So Dusty uh, Cody Rhodes, sorry. And uh, the Young Bucks just had a sold-out a 10,000-seat arena in Chicago. Sold it out in one day. Actually, it was a couple hours. Uh, for All In, it was an independent wrestling show. Because one of the uh, wrestling uh, journalists said, independent wrestling they can't in America, they can't sell out 10,000. They can't sell out an arena for t- of 10,000 people. Cody Rhodes said, I see that, and I'm going to challenge you. And he did. And uh, they got the highest, uh, they got the biggest uh, independent wrestlers in. And uh, it was a good show. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, hot young Briley Pierce. Uh, they do in their independence out in L.A. and other places, and they get good crowds for theirs. Yeah, and it's taken off. Uh, mm-hmm. Independent wrestling. Cody Rhodes won the NWA title this week. 
uh, at All In, which is really cool. Because he won the NC two A title. Wow. NWA. Oh. NWA. <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, I, I've been getting into uh, Major League Wrestling. Uh, it's uh, out of shoot, I forget where it's out of. Uh, but anyway, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're going with that. Uh, but I've really enjoyed it. It's on uh, their YouTube channel. Uh, they're on BN Sports, whatever channel that is. DirecTV just dropped that one. But uh, there are 26 episodes into it, 25 episodes into it. They have a War Games uh, pay-per-view this week, uh, this Thursday. And uh, they have uh, Tom Waller, the uh, ex-UFC fighter who got, you know, fired. Uh, he's a really good wrestler in it. Loki's there. Um, Loki? Loki. L-O-W hyphen key. K-E-Y? K-I. Oh. But uh, this, he's this, champ. this isn't the Loki that was part of Billy Kidman's group back no, in the nineties. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm disappointed. I don't think it is. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, not that Loki. Uh, John Morrison from uh, WWE was there. Uh, Simon Gouch, who was part of the Vaudevillains, is in theory an asshole. Coordinator. He's there, but uh, it's a fun organization. They do rankings every week. And they kind of take it more seriously, uh, but it's a very good throwback to the 1980s type of wrestling. Uh, so and Brian Pillman's son is there too. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but the uh, yeah hot young Briley Pierce is doing uh, <laughs> nuclear heat wrestling. They have a uh, a event coming up uh, where he was giving away tickets on his Twitter page, or he was getting people to buy tickets on his Twitter page by agreeing to chug raw eggs. Oh, and if ten people bought them in like this time period, he was going to chug six raw eggs. Did he? Yes. Oh. <laughs> So if you're, uh, like I said, if you could, that looks nasty. Uh, if, it, if you're uh, a fan of wrestling but kind of get uh, dissuaded by WWE, which I don't blame you sometimes, uh, check out some of the independent wrestling. It's, uh, it's coming back pretty good. Or watch Glow. Yes, watch Glow. The pa- old Glow wrestling. No, the, no, the television the TV show. show on Pam uh, Netflix. says it's great. There you go. Oh, then we have a face-off? We do. I'd like to take his... His face. Oh. Face off this week is from Dev, the Psy Guy. <sighs> face off is when you uh, get people or groups, fictional or real, and you uh, face them off to fight each other. And uh, we pick the winner this week: Joe Black, Paul McLean, and Tristan Ludlow. Joe Black is from Meet Joe Black. Who's Paul McLean? He is from a river, river runs, runs through, through it. it. Okay, and Tristan Ludlow from uh, Fight Club. No, no. Uh, uh, Legends of the Fall. Legends of the Fall. Oh, again, all, Bra- all fight, all Brad Pitt characters. Okay, um, this is an easy one. Okay, who are you going with? Joe Black is death. Well, nah, he will kill you, doing, you. Are you doing Joe Black before he dies? No, Joe Black is death. I mean, the character. Well, Joe Black. Joe Black is the name that Death takes uh, while he is... Inhibiting, inhibiting the Yeah, I, I don't think the guy who died was Joe Black. I think Joe Black was just the, the, name, the he... name given to Death to introduce him to people. Oh, well, that's easy. Death wins. Yeah. No, I, 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 I pretty much uh, won't allow it. Death's, Joe Black is disqualified. Okay. So yeah, we, we only want humans, not yes. uh, entities. So we, so we have Paul McLean and Tristan Ludlow. Okay. And I think this is an easy one here. Well, yeah. Because Tristan Ludlow has the bear within him. And, well, Paul McQueen's a fuck-up. Yeah, but Tristan also has the long-flowing hair, too. They both did. 
Yeah, but Tristan's is more beautiful in the, the uh, water. I mean, yeah, but he has the bear within him. He's going yeah. to maul Paul McLean. Okay, so you're going Tristan. Tristan Lovelow wins for me. Jeff? If we're getting rid of Joe Black, I agree with Tristan, but if Joe Black's in there, he's deaf. Change approved. I like it. He's gone? Yep. All right, then I'm going Tristan. Okay, then we'll throw in, uh, was it the Pikey uh, from uh, Snatch? Throw that Snatch guy in, and you can't understand what he says. Uh, Still going Tristan. I think Tristan's tougher. I mean, he he actually does some cage fighting in there. I'm still going Tristan. (laughs) I'm going Tristan. I'm going with Tristan, too. Change approved. Tristan wins. (laughs) It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Breath of silence for the Los Angeles Times. HBO has dropped his softcore adult films and multiple sex-based documentaries from his channels and streaming services, including shows like Taxi Cab Confessions, Real Sex, How Are You Going to Know How to Do Anal Fisting, and Cat House, as well as special starring Katie Morgan, are no longer part of the cable channel's output. Decision comes after HBO was acquired along with Time Warner by AT&T in June. It was made because the program was less popular than it used to be. Well, hello, Internet. After all, the Internet makes actual porn available. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, let's see. A representative said, Over the past several years, HBO is winding down its late-night adult fare. While we're greatly ramping up our other original program offerings, a.k.a. if you want to see nudity, you just watch Game of Thrones. Exactly. There hasn't been a strong demand for this kind of adult programming, perhaps because it's easily available elsewhere. HBO debuted it. Debuted it? Uh, it shows in the early 90s when they just started. It was a popular choice for premium networks in the day, even earning Cinemax the nickname Skinemax. Because Cinemax is owned by HBO, for those who don't know. Was it always? I think so, yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah, like, it was always HBO and Cinemax if you got that package versus, like, Movie Channel and Showtime. Okay. Uh, it hasn't actually produced any new episodes of its shows for years, but previous seasons appeared on HBO Go under the Late Night tab as well as occasionally airing on the channels themselves. Documentary shows had sex and nudity, but with a journalistic slant, which actually they were very good. They had some interesting documentaries on that. Uh, Exploring the sexuality of America. Sheila Nevins, who developed many of the shows, retired from HBO in April after 28 years. Quick question. I don't know if it said, but, uh, well, since they're not going to make them anymore, are they taking them unavailable on, like, HBO Go? They're taking them off all their programming. So there's no way to even see them... Well, there wasn't. Now, you porn is trying to buy the right. Is trying to buy the rights from HBO to show them. Oh, yay! <laughs> I'm not going to you porn to watch what those <laughs> HBO documentaries. <laughs> I'm going to you porn to watch Taxi Cab Confessions. <laughs> right. Instead of just watch this girl just get fisted. <laughs> God. Taxi or guy, whatever you want. If we're fine with either way. Everybody loves a good pegging. Uh, one show, don't know, don't write that down for a title. Uh, one show, Taxi Cab Confessions, actually won an Emmy for Outstanding Informa- Informational Series in 95. He was nominated twice in the reality TV category. He used hidden cameras to capture conversations and more of passengers in late night taxi cabs. Still need a softcore fix? Showtime! They're still around. Still carries adult films and reality shows on its channels through and through its streaming service under the category After Hours. Thank you, Showtime. Everybody needs softcore porn, because some penetration penetration is too much sometimes. I don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) 
who's who's going to have Emmanuel? Emmanuel in space? I don't know, but I don't. Katie Morgan. Apparently, you porn. I, I can't be able to get rid of Katie Morgan specials. You know, are, are they going to take off Zach and Mary and make a porno, and they're not going to be able to show that? I'm okay if they did that. That wasn't that great. I enjoyed it. It was okay, but not the. Uh, what? Anytime you can see uh, Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks act like they're fucking. I don't want to see Seth Rogen act like fucking or fucking anytime. What? What about uh, Kevin there. James? What about that? Katie Morgan acting like she's shitting on uh, Rand- uh, Randall's <laughs> face? <laughs> Anyways, is it Jeff Anderson? Jeff Anderson. Jeff Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. I actually did like the real sex uh, documentaries. They were interesting. It, it is a. It's neat to see that now. Netflix has a lot of documentaries about. I think I think humans are interesting people, and anything from sex to anything is interesting to watch. Humans are interesting people. <laughs> interesting like creatures, maybe. I think giraffes are, are very boring people. They don't say anything. Zebras are very interesting animals. <laughs> Shut up, all of you. Anyways, so I will miss Skinamax. It's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, per Esquire... Uh, or Esquia, for the French. There are a lot of actors who could play 007 once Daniel Craig retires. Oh, my God. Just retire already. No one cares, Craig. He's doing one more. Yeah. He despises the role. Tom Hardy, Michael Fassbender, Tom Hiddleston, or David... Oyelio. Thank you. He made me screw it up. But, yeah. Uh, Who actually voices the character in the books. Uh, Even uh, controversially mustache human man... Henry Cavell thinks he has what it takes. But there's only one actor who should be the next Bond, and that's Idris Elba, according to Esquire. According to Esquire. Uh, there's been some back and forth on the subject of him. Began in 2014 when emails released from the massive Sony hack revealed then-studio chair and Hobie favorite Amy <laughs> Pascal told a colleague, Idris should be the next Bond! And for the last few years, Elba very strictly maintained that he is not going to play Bond. In fact, he thinks the next Bond should be a woman. So he's going to play Bond and drag. <laughs> uh, now new reports indicate James Bond producers are starting to lean towards the idea of Elba. The Independent Reports director Antoine Fuqua. Revealed- Fuqua. I came close, though. Came close, but Fuqua just sounded not right. You know, for me, that's, that's a victory. <laughs> revealed the details of a conversation with Bond producer Barbara Broccoli. Chopping broccoli. In which she said, it is time for a non-white actor to take on the iconic role. Fuqua discussed who might be the next in the running with Broccoli. And his certain the progressive move will eventually happen. Will happen eventually. With Idris Elba, a reported frontrunner. I'm fine with Elba. The only problem I have with him is he's too old. They talked about Daniel Craig and his age and all that. I just thought he was older than Daniel Craig is. Yeah. And he'll be taking over the role three years from now. Well, the role the uh, elbow even has come out and said that he wants to direct now. He doesn't yeah. even want to act. Uh-huh. So, I, I don't see him doing it. Because um, you see Hiddleston. I see Tom Hiddleston, but if you're going with a uh, actor of color, so like Chadwick Boseman, I could do, I could see Boseman. Well, but they would they cast an American. Not <laughs> David uh, Oh Yellow. I'm fine with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he he could probably do it. I'm fine with that. I'd cast Michael B. Jordan in everything. Yeah, well, that's true. I do love Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. He you know, David Yellow could go from playing Martin Luther King to playing James Bond. I'm fine yeah, with that. That would be a nice range. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think he could pull it off easily. 
Yeah. I like him. Uh, some quickies, just one. Been confirmed USA Network, like Jeff was talking about. Mr. Robot will be ending with its fourth season. It's not canceled like I saw the first report on it. Well, the original plan was for the show to return with eight episodes. It will now be getting 12 episodes. Yeah, it's not even canceled. They gave it four more episodes. Yes, and, and therefore they can put the show together the way that the director wants to do it. Uh, Sam Ismail, uh, the creator, uh, thought about doing a fifth season, but plans changed, and a lengthier fourth season was decided on to wrap up the story in an effective way. He has made no secret of his de- desire to not keep Mr. Robot going forever, and had this to say about it. When I first created the world of Mr. Robot, I thought it would be a niche television series with a small cult following. Over the past three years, it has become much more. I am continually humbled by the show's recognition and the amazing cast, except for Christian Slater, and crew that worked tirelessly to help bring my vision to life. Since day one, I've been building towards one conclusion, fire Christian Slater. And in breaking the next season of Mr. Robot, I've decided the conclusion is finally upon us. So, uh, I like the idea that he's going out with it, you know, this is his ending. This is what he wanted. Uh, I'm happy Christian Slayer won't find work again. So I'm I'm pretty good with it. Uh, I'm sensing a disdain towards Christian Slater coming from you. Uh, I'm mad at him because he doesn't make a Cuffs two yet. I want Cuffs two. I think oh. he's I think he's going to win an Emmy. I think he's won one, has he? Uh, did he? I, I mean, I, I know Rami Malek has. I don't know if if Christian Slater has. Um, in but a, and in his speech, he's going to tell he's going to tell Jason from Hobie to go fuck himself. Jason, I hope so. <laughs> Jason, I don't understand how you can hate Christian Slater since he was in your favorite version of Robin Hood. He was it was the most accurate version of Robin Hood. Oh God, he's Kevin Costner's brother, Robin Hood's brother. Yeah, Will Scarlet and Robin Hood were brothers in no other ad- adaptation. I don't think you're I don't think you're uh, correct on that one. Okay. Go watch the cartoon by Disney. I think it's true. I don't even think Will Scarlet was in the cartoon by Disney. I think he was in the background. <laughs> See that guy walking? That's him. That's Will Scarlet. You see that? That's him. There wasn't merry very merry men for uh, Robin Hood either in the Disney version. That was a downfall. I love the Robin Hood movie, but not enough merry men. Uh, so, anybody watch Mr. Robot? No, I never have. No. Jeff's going, or Jim's going to watch it during Wynonna Earp this season. Yeah, I, I can probably catch up on it during uh, the uh, episodes five and six. Good call. Good call. Uh, and there is your news of the geek. Do you like movie reviews? How about true crime stories, celebrity interviews? Well, you won't get any of that here. I'm a stay-at-home dad with four boys and a night job. I don't have time for all that crap. What I do have time for is browsing the web for weird and idiotic news stories Then I bring my favorites to you every week along with my own weird life lessons and favorite podcast recommendations because, hey, sharing is caring, right? So subscribe to Odd Dad Out in Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or your favorite podcatcher. And follow me on Twitter at Odd Dad Out and add a little weird to your day. Jim? Hey, Jim. You're not Jeff. No. Uh, What are you doing on September 14th through 16th? I think I am going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Oh, I'm going to Iceland. Oh. No, I'm actually going oh. to Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Cincinnati Duke Energy Convention Center yeah, September 14th through 16th. Get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Jim, who's going to be there? Oh, I think we can see Carl Urban. Ooh, Judge Dredd. Yes. The better Judge Dredd, too. Sorry, yes. Stallone. Uh, and Reading Rainbow's own... LeVar Burton. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, William Zapka will not be there because he's filming a new show, his second season, 
of uh, Cobra Kai, but Agent Phil Coulson's going to fill in. Thank you, Agent Phil Coulson. Clark Gregg, Clark Gregg. is going to be there. Uh, uh, what lo- about Nikolai Costarwaldo? I don't know who that is because I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I heard he's a big deal. He's Jamie Lannister. That's right. First, uh, one of the first appearances on this side of the Mississippi River. Yes. So that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we're going to have Peter Mayhew, Chewbacca himself. Chewbacca himself. Mar- That'd be great. The the gorgeous Summer Glau. Oh, Summer Glau from Firefly. Yes. Wasn't she in Dark Angel? I'm not sure. I Probably. think she was. I'm going with it. I'm and, going with it. And then countless uh, comic book writers. And artists. Artists. Yes. Source Point Press is going to be there. Yes. Travis McIntyre. Hopefully Greg Wright from Monstrous. We're still hoping on that. Andres Moriarty. I know I messed that name up. Moriarty, uh, who did The Shepherd, great uh, graphic novel. Uh, he's going to be there as well. He's stopping by Hobie. Uh, supposedly Travis might be too. Fantastic. And Hobie will be there at booth 142 next to the Cincinnati Children's uh, Theater. So nothing goes better with Hobie than Children's Theater. Uh that doesn't sound right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, September 14th through the 16th, uh, get your tickets at the Cincinnati Comic Expo, and Hobie says goodbye. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right. Weird uh, week for the box office. Um, for the third straight week, Crazy Rich Americans is number one. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians? That's what I meant to say. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know they made a Crazy Rich Americans, because nobody would want to see that. Well, Xenophobia is alive and well in the Hobie studio today. <laughs> I'm not saying, what do you mean no one would want to see that? They watch the, uh, we shall not keeping name up with the family we shall not name every week. Cunt. Um... I'm sorry. Crazy Rich Asians. Thank you. Made $22 million, down only 10%, a total of $111 million on a $30 million budget. I think it's. I think this month might be a success. I, Small. I think they will classify that as, as a success. Uh, for some reason, people spent another $10.5 million to see the Meg this weekend. Oh, yeah, fuckers. This is awesome. A total of $120.5 million on a $130 million budget. Best part, it hit $500 million worldwide. Yep. Idiots. Great film. Go see it. I, I think we can take a picture of Jeff crapping in a, in a, in a tub and, and make a movie out of it and just advertise the shit out of it and make money. How about Jeff crapping on Sandman? Would that work? <laughs> Ooh, that could work. That could work. Jeff taking a dump in a sandbox. <laughs> it's me, Sandman! What are you doing? Uh, Blake has to play Sandman like underneath the sand. That's what you get for missing the expo. <laughs> Mission colon impossible dash fallout made $7 million, a total of $204.5 million on a $178 million budget. That made some money. That made some money. That Just means, a little bit. That means there'll be a new Mission Impossible movie in yes. two, two, three years. Uh, Operation Finale only made $6 million in its opening weekend on its $24 million budget. It's with Ben Kingsley. Uh, the one review I read, or actually I heard, uh, that I was listening to, they said Ben Kingsley plays the ex the Eichmann, Nazi. was it? I think you're right. Yeah. And uh, the guy, the this is the movie critic, like actual movie critic said... 
I met Ben Kingsley, and you know what? If anything can make him more unlikable than, uh, in person or in a film than in person, this might be the role. <laughs> I was like, wow. So that guy didn't like Ben No, Kingsley? he said he had quite an ego, and anytime I can root against him, I will. <laughs> I was like, wow. Damn. Yeah, ben Kingsley's worst role since Suspect Zero. Oh. <laughs> Suspect Zero was terrible. Oh. oh, wait a minute. Ben Kingsley was in two Blood Rain movies. <laughs> two? Blood Rain and Blood Rain 2. Well, I get that, Jeff. I just <laughs> met, I didn't realize he was in 2. Yes. He, I, I, we can actually get him, and Jeff can shit on him if we can K him. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just get Jeff Anderson. Apparently he gets it. It's way too much shit on this one. Uh, and fifth this week, Searching. John Chu. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Made five point seven million in its opening weekend on an unknown budget. Uh, rumor is the budget's around one to two million. Okay, so and it's expanding this week. Good more. Go for searching and John Chu. Um, upcoming. Oh, I can't wait. September seventh, twenty eighteen. I can't wait for the buy sell next week. We just for this movie. God bless the broken road. God bless the broken road. Tells the story of a young mother who loses her husband in Afghanistan and struggles to raise their young daughter in his absence. The film combines the elements of faith, country music, and stock car racing while paying tribute to those who serve in the United States military. Welcome to America! Jason, who's in this? LaDania Tomlinson (laughs) is the preacher. Robin Gibbons is the best friend. Token best friend, I guess, because, you know, it is, you know, middle America... We gotta have we gotta have uh, the white person. Has got to have the token black friend. Well, there's also Jordan oh. Sparks. Oh, well, I was about to say well, you've mentioned three people in it, and all of them are African Americans. That's true. Is this a white hillbilly movie, or is this... uh, Lindsay Pulsifer's in it? Uh, you might best known her for uh, 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 Law playing uh, Rollins in Law and Order SVU. Is Kevin Sorbo in I it? I don't believe so. Uh, Andrew W. Walker is in it. It's based on a fucking uh, Rascal Flat song. <laughs> you made oh. a movie after, and I've seen the trailer, and I'm going to post it on our Facebook page because this trailer is the most awful thing I've ever seen. Worse than your uh, Kevin Sorbo movie trailer? Oh, God's Not Dead. Okay, second, third worst movie. Or God's Not Dead 2. Yeah, or God's Not Dead 3 or something like that. They came out with the third one. <laughs> Oh, my God. Melissa Joan Hart, what happened to you? Also uh, coming out this No, week. no, oh. you got to see this. Because he dies in Afghanistan, and they showed in the trailer, and there's only one person attacking his convoy, and I think he gets blown up by a missile, ro- uh, missile launcher. Okay. So, looks good. Looks really realistic. Um, also coming out this week, The Nun... The nun, a priest, and a haunted past, and a novice on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate the death of a young nun in Romania and confront a malevolent force in the form of a demonic nun. That first sentence sounded like you were doing a joke. A joke. I was waiting to walk into a bar. Yes. Nope. <laughs> it's uh, the Conjuring uh, universe is what oh, it is yeah. based on. Okay. Uh, Damien Bashir, uh, Tysa Farmiga. Uh, Jonas Bloquette. That's okay. So people I don't know are and in. Bonnie Aaron's. Did you say Jonas Salk? No. Oh. And also coming out this week, Peppermint. I want to see this. Uh, I know Jennifer Garner's in it. That's the only thing I know about it, and I'm I won't already pay to see it, but I'll watch it on TV when it comes out. 
Peppermint is a revenge story centering on a young mother who finds herself with nothing to lose and is now going to take from her enemies the very life they stole from her. Taken with vaginas. This is an interesting... Uh, Which looks great, because she looks like she's back to her old form like of kicking ass. I, lo- I liked it. I, I, just in a picture of the trailer, it's a Ferris wheel, and there's just people hanging from it. <laughs> <laughs> I think a drug cartel kills her husband and her daughter, and she basically, the cops are paid off and everything, so she just goes on one-woman mission. It looks good. I mean, it looks fun. Uh, what do you got for buy-sell, Jeff? Uh, we are taking Ben Kingsley at $56.29, comparing that to Patrick Stewart. That's a terrible, terrible, almost Jason-like impersonation of Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Make it so, number two. And it was number one. And, Make uh, it so, number one. Number one, I order you to take a number two. I'm Patrick Stewart. Make it so, number one. Oh, okay, I get it now. There you go. Uh, he's at $67.47. Uh, ben Kingsley. They making Blood Rain three? I don't think so. And I'm, I, I'm selling. I think that's high for Ben Kingsley. He doesn't really draw to the bottom. He might be in a good movie here or there, but he's not a draw. Is he in Gandhi two? Uh, I don't know if they hired him for Gandhi two or not. Okay. What are Yankovic's in it? Yeah. So I'm just hoping that he's in it. Uh, no, I'm selling. Uh, unless he agrees to do uh, our film and Jeff shits on him, I'm selling. <laughs> Trademark. Uh, buy or sell. Oscar Isaac at $62.78. The comparison to Boyd Holbrook at $57.45. That fucking Hal Holbrook's son. I have no clue who Boyd Holbrook is. Damn it, intern. What the fuck is Hackney doing here? I will assume it's Hal Holbrook's son until I'm told... Or grandson? Or until I'm told differently, but I don't understand how he is at (laughs) $57.45, and I've never heard of him. Can someone tell me who Boyd Holbrook is? But uh, Oscar Isaac, I think $62 ain't too bad. Uh, Oscar Isaac's going to be doing movies for decades to come. I like Oscar Isaac. I bought. I just bought 25 shares of Oscar I, Isaac. I should be doing that now, but my phone's close to dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy, uh, let's see. Boyd Holbrook, real name is Robert Boyd Holbrook. He was in Milk, Out of the Furnace, Run All Night, A Walk, Walk Among the Tombstones, and Gone Girl. Oh, well, that's a... Nice. He played DEA agent Steve Murphy in Narcos. Uh, that doesn't help me. He starred in the series Hatfield and McCoy's as Cap. Oh, didn't watch it. I love okay. Hatfield and McCoy's. Yeah. That was a good series. I know who he is now. Does he he look portrayed like? Donald Pierce, the villain, in Logan. Oh. There you go. I guess we, you know what, Boyd? We apologize. Wait, way to be a character actor that no one knows your name. Get your name out there, Boyd. He was born in Prestonsburg, Kentucky, to the uh, son of Ellen and Don Holbrook. So he's not Hal Holbrook's son. I'm going to go with he is. Okay. Um, and also, we've got Jack Rayner at $9.12. By comparison, Jim Sturgis is at $11.97. Uh, I'm going to sell. I don't know who Jack Rayner is. Jack Rayner was born in Chicago. Was born in Colorado. He was raised in Ireland, where he began his acting career. After making his Hollywood debut in Delivery Man, Rayner stars in Transformers: Age of Extinction. Oh. Uh, he he was just in Kin, which came out on August thirty first. Oh, Kin came out and didn't even make the top five. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to buy because on his uh, future uh, movies, filmography, there, there is uh, the Jungle Book Origins Mowgli. 
Oh, that's going straight to Netflix. Yeah, that, that I don't think is going to... Oh, and on the basis of sex, and The Man with the Iron Heart. Okay. Is that one movie or two movies? Those are two different movies. Oh, okay. Oh, Sex and the Man with the Iron Heart sounds like a bet one good movie. I think Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio was in that, right? <laughs> no. On the basis of sex, that comes out in December... Will star Felicity Jones as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court of the Supreme, uh, the Justice of the Supreme Court, who began her legal career as an advocate of equal rights for women. Huh. I'll buy Jackie's nine dollars. Nine dollars. That's a good yeah, one to buy. It, 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 yeah, the price is right. Uh, I, actually, I, it's even better. Oh, oh, that's the movie on the basis of sex is only seven dollars. Uh, Jack, right now, I'm is, just concerned about Jim Sturgis falling down to below twelve dollars. I th- I figured his career would have uh, been a little bit better since after. Just uh, to let you guys know, Jim Sturgis. Yes. He was in One Day. Across the Universe, Twenty One. Cloud Atlas, and Geostorm. So I would advise you to stay away from Jim Sturgis. <laughs> but was this is this Jim Sturgis is the one that was in Across the Universe? Yes, yes, Twenty One. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I just am stunned that he has fallen. I thought he was going to. Have uh, was on the rise there. Well, I will, I will buy some Jack Rayner at nine twelve. Did you buy God Bless the Broken Road? No. You should, because it's going to make money. America. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. You mean all those people who are pissed off about Nike are going to go see this? You know what? Who knew Thanos was had that big of a fall? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that many people hate Thanos, and they're going to use him as a uh, advertising Doesn't matter. Tool. It's all scrolls. <laughs> All scrolls. Let's do some top five. Time travel and scrolls. So Hendo brings the music in. This is the best theme music ever. Jeff, yes. what's the top five this week? The top five this week, according to the outline, the top five weirdest TV shows you have seen. It's just weird shows. Anything you can think of. Weird. Off the top of your noggin. You have to have seen it. I, I think you have to see more than one episode. Oh. Happens they don't make more than one episode. And it's not a... Oh, it's a show. It, yeah, it's a show. And it's on television. Well, okay. I'm going with it. Okay. What's your number five, Jim? My number five... I, I kind of went loosely on this. I'm saying on television or on streaming sites. I, I put two together. I hope you this, because that's, Cause what, we that's do. what we do. Uh, I have The Guild. It's uh, about Dungeons and Dragons group, and it's really, really weird. Well, it's it's about people that play online Online, gaming. Yeah, online gaming. I'm sorry, what was that? The The Guild. Guild. Oh, okay. Starring Felicia Day. Yes. And then I will go to Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Oh, that is a weird... Yes. Uh Also with Felicia Day, but also has uh, Neil Patrick Harris uh, and The Hammer himself... Uh, shit, I forgot his name. Castle. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan Fillion. Nathan yes. Fillion. I'm like, Mal. <laughs> you know what? Uh, speak of, sorry, not to go back, but uh, on that question of what TV shows are you excited about, The Rookie with Nathan Fillion. Okay. He plays a 40-year-old uh, L.A. cop. Yeah. It's not going to be good, but it looks enjoyable. It's Nathan Fillion. I'll give it a chance. Yes. But, yeah, so The Guild and Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. If you haven't seen them, they are a little odd and out there, but they're funny. Jeff, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is the Star Wars Christmas special. 
Well played. I forgot all about that. That was weird. When you get Art Carney, B. Arthur, and uh, Harvey Corman together, along with <laughs> Star Wars characters, to celebrate the holidays, I didn't realize. It's weird. <laughs> I didn't realize the Star Wars universe uh, celebrated uh, the birth of Christ. Oh, well, it's the Christmas special, but they were celebrating Life Day, Wookiee Life Day. Oh, Everybody loves okay. Life Day. <laughs> uh, my number five is such a fucked up show. My Strange Addiction. Have you ever seen this on Discovery? I've No, I purposely avoided watching that. I've watched several episodes. Uh, just I haven't seen all these, so I'm just showing you what some of these episodes are. Basically, it's a documentary about people who have strange addictions. One, I chew dirty diapers. Yeah. A woman chews oh. <laughs> urine-soaked diapers. Uh, oh, yeah. God. Uh, another one is pony play, where people are dressed up as ponies, uh, literally ponies, and they have sex with each other and do. But before they do that, they do contests, like they jump uh, little things, like they do like a equestrian thing, and people go to this event and they dress as ponies, and they have a guy that or a woman that you know leads them. It would be better if it was just My Little Ponies uh, costume sex play. And again, if it doesn't hurt you, good for you. Uh, another one this season uh, that was on, uh, it was uh, Grandma Lover. Grandma Lover. That was season six, sorry. They haven't made any new ones since 2015. Uh, good. Addicted to Air Freshener is another one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, another one is uh, Smelling Her Doll's Head. She's addicted to doing that. I think I've seen part of that one. Uh, another one is uh, Addicted to My Breast. That's 22 breast enlargement surgeries this lady had. Uh, another one, this is the final one, uh, I'll say. Uh, somebody that fucks his car. Have you ever seen that one? That was no. in the soup. Oh. He like literally the tailpipe? Yep. Or... And just rubs himself all over it. I think the parents should be proud. I'm angry that you explained this show to me now. <laughs> Good. You Again, can't get that image out of your head. I was more than willing to live the rest of my life being completely oblivious to that stuff. Nathaniel has been dating his car for nearly five years. We don't care. Go on to your next one. <laughs> uh, number four. <laughs> so I won the creepiest. Uh, number four. Uh, I never got into this, but this was weird. Twin Peaks. It was a weird fucked up show. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm kind of over... Uh, David Lynch. David Lynch, thank you. Uh, it's just, he does weird just to be weird, I think. That was my next thing I was going to say. He did it to be just weird. And I never liked it. I saw episodes. I, I think I saw most of the first season. I, I hate it. I couldn't. I tried it. to get into it, and I actually oh, bought the soundtrack for it because I liked the soundtrack to yeah. it. It's nice background music to listen to. Did you see the, what the movie was? It Firewalk with Firewalk Me? with Me. Um, I tried to watch that once and couldn't. The devil did it. The devil did it. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Max Headroom. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Uh, with uh, uh, Fur Matt Fuhrer. Matt yeah. Fuhrer. And I have him. I have him on a show coming up. Here. Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that was Fuhrer. Fuhrer. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, that was like uh, the '80s version of what the future, uh, an electronic future will look like. and They, they were pretty close. <laughs> they hit it pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Max Headroom was crazy. Did he did he start out as the... Uh, the original? Well, like, it was... It was a commercial. Commercial first. for, like, yes. Pepsi? Yeah. yeah. That, that's where it started, and mm -hmm. then they made a show mm -hmm. on yep. it? It's kind of like... Uh, kind of like Cavemen? 
Oh. But she's not on my list. If it's on your list, I'm sorry. The I really guy can keep, man. Yeah. Uh, let's burn <sighs> that into the ground. Uh, Jim, what's your number four? My number four is uh, a show that was on early Fox. Mm-hmm. Herman's Head. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> talked about that before, too. Oh, yeah. I like Herman's Head. That was an interesting show. I'll give you that one. It was It was weird. Uh, it it kind of, I think it paved the way for something like uh, Inside Out. Oh, yeah, movie. definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Inside Out was just a Disney murdering Herman's head. Yeah. That's I liked Inside Out, except I mean, for you sadness. Would. Fucking sadness. You need sadness in your Stop life. Stop touching the memories. But you need but sadness. Sad. likes the memories. Yes. Does it matter? You're not dumb, brain dead. You're just sad. But sadness needs the memories. Fuck that. I think he missed the whole point of the movie. I think you did, too. Fucking sadness. What's your number three? Uh, My number three... I have to hobie this shit. Okay. I'm going to go with... uh, We mentioned Matt Frewer. He... Doctor Doctor? No. He's a uh, side character in uh, Eureka. Oh, yeah. oh, he's in Eureka? He's in Eureka. I'm going to go Timeline or whatever that time travel show was. And I hope Sliders? No, the one just just on last two years. Yeah. Oh, he was one of the bad guys in that. Oh. Yeah, so Colin Ferguson who plays the cop, the lead cop in it. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I hope that with Dead Like Me. Oh, I forgot about that. There was only one season, but the girl two two yeah two, two but, seasons. But the girl died because she got hit with uh, from a uh, toilet seat coming from a breaking up of like a place uh, the an airplane. S- no, the septic. No, the space shuttle. Space shuttle. She died with, by the to- right. by the toilet seat. That and, w- that had. And then a- she became death. Yeah, and she had all you know, Mandy uh, Pankin, Mandy Potemkin. Potemkin. Oh, Mandy Potemkin was in that. Yes, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of. It could have been a lot better than it was. They they struggled. They went and basically they pulled people uh, as they were dying. Jeff, basically they went and they were the angels of death. And so you got into their lives with people. But the problem is, like, uh, she, the main actress, her, uh, she was still struggling with it, uh, with, you know, being dead. Uh, I did like Mandy's thing, though. I don't kill children. Yeah. And so that was how they skirted around that issue in it. Um, what's number three, Jeff? Uh, my number three is The Max, the uh, animated cartoon, cartoon yeah, yeah. based off the uh, Sam Keith comic book. Was that MTV? I think it was MTV, yeah. yeah. Was it? MTV when they were trying to do their animation block. That was a little bit more hardcore. It was weird. Yep. Um, it, I remember, it was better than Aeon Flux. Oh. Yes, yes, it was. The movie and the TV show. Uh, my number three is a kid's show, Teletubbies. <laughs> we <laughs> saw that going through the list and just chuck. That is weird. <laughs> but I can't put it on my top weird shows. It's not on mine because as an adult, I'm not going to watch it. I was lucky that my kids have never watched it, but I have seen episodes of it, like, if they flip it in passing in that, and my nieces and nephews have seen episodes here and there. It is a fucked up show. Uh, it's a little creepy. Uh, I still think the purple one is a pedophile, but I'm just guessing that. Oh, Is that Poe? I think so. Uh, and the baby's face in the sun? That, <laughs> that creeps me out. Stop it. <laughs> Almost as much as dogs playing poker dressed as humans. It's creepy. Uh, number two for me, I liked it as a kid. It is dark when you look at it as an adult, and it is weird. And who thought, who pitched this idea and made it work? Dinosaurs. That was an honorable mention for me. 
That was a messed up show. It was uh, Jim Henson, uh, Muppets uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Theater, and uh, live action on ABC. Not the baby. Not the not baby. The mama. Mama. And not the mama. Not the yeah, mama. And uh, it ended with uh, the extinction. Yeah. Uh, Earl, the main star, or uh, the main uh, dad of it, uh, he wouldn't go against his boss, and because of that, they basically led to the Ice Age. <laughs> and it ended with, uh, Dad, are we going to be Okay. I think so. As the snow's coming. Yes, and covering their whole house. So they all die. And it's like, whew, that's a, that was dark. I think they I knew. I like the steroids episode. I don't remember that one. I think they knew they were going to end it that way when they created it. Yeah, there was actually an article about the creator of it, and mm-hmm. he had that in mind. And the, the uh, network was like, you can't do that. He's like, how else am I going <laughs> to end dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah. They all die. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Uh, so yeah, bring uh, on a alien <laughs> from the future to call them dum dums. Then you could never cancel me. Uh. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is Small Wonder. <laughs> that girl is so creepy. Tell us what Small Wonder is, Jeff. <laughs> Small Wonder is where the uh, inventor guy decides to make a girl-like robot and treat her as his daughter. Oh, it's got his son. And Vicky, which I can't even remember what Vicky stands for, but uh, voice, yeah, voice interactive uh, computer kid. <laughs> oh, I got through three. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just pretty much a guy uh, potting off the uh, robot as his actual daughter. It was weird and strange and creepy, and for some reason, I actually watched it during the 80s. It was on for four years, 85 to 89. It is creepy. Uh, Jim, what's your number two? My number two, I had to Hobie this. Uh, These are shows I love, but they are weird, Mm -hmm. and they pretty much show you the worst in humanity. These people are awful human beings. Say Vanderpump Rules. No, it's The League. Oh, the TV show, yes. I mean, these people will do anything to win a fantasy football league. And then, always sunny on Philadelphia. Always sunny in Philadelphia. That was an honorable match. I thought about that one. Those <laughs> rum ham. <laughs> Kitten, milk steak. Milk steak. Kitten mittens. <laughs> toe knife. <laughs> toe, yeah, my, I have my toe, toe knife. <laughs> Dick towel. The one they go on the family feud <laughs> is possibly one of my favorite episodes of Sunny and Philly. Wild card. <laughs> when they show saw- me? No, no, you don't say show me. Because <laughs> Peel, oh no, Key is the uh, yeah, yeah, Michael Key. And he's like, you don't show it. You don't say that. I'll just say it. Uh, and then the best is that Charlie was the one guy that they did the survey. <laughs> yeah. He got hit the one every time. Nightman. Nightman. Fighter of the day, man. What's your number one, Jim? Uh, my number one? I hobied this shit. I went to some uh, some animated shows. Starts off with uh, Archer. Again, kind of ties into the last thing. These characters in Archer... They're not good people. Uh, They'll do anything. It's absurd. (laughs) Then I'll go uh, Ren and Stimpy. Fantastically odd show. Uh, Like when they're one of their jobs is they're selling rubber nipples. (laughs) Don't piss on the electric fence. Yeah, Stimpy's favorite game is don't piss on the electric fence. And Ren, of course, like is this your favorite game? 
and then he pees on the electric fence to and electric. <laughs> he apparently does the only rule you're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, the <laughs> only way to play the game is to not pee on the electric fence. <laughs> then they have the uh, Yaxman, the uh, <laughs> uh, the cinnamon toast man, cinnamon toast man, the log commercial. Uh, <laughs> no sir, I don't like it. <laughs> and then the last one, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That is so unusual. Again, yeah. it's a show. The main characters are a Happy Meal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a meatball. A meat wad, <laughs> fries, and a shake. I love shake. <laughs> I love shake. And, and their neighbor, shake. neighbor Carl. Carl. <laughs> Did they still make that show? No. Okay. I have most of them on DVD and the movie. <laughs> the, my, uh, on, like, the first season's DVD, you get to the menu and it has play episodes, and yeah. it has play all, and you hit play all, and 16 screens show up, and they play every episode at the same time. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I'm like, oh, they're fucking with people. <laughs> I like it. Uh, J- F, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is Wilfred. <laughs> oh, oh the, one, the one where uh, Elijah, Elijah Wood sees uh, his neighbor's dog as a person. <laughs> a grown man in a dog suit. Yeah. I go see that. That is definitely the weirdest show I think I have ever seen. So I did cheat because uh, there's only one episode. And I'm not kidding. I have seen this because I searched for it. Because many years ago, Cracked had the, some of the oddest shows. And I remember watching this. I had to search it out. It wasn't America, it was British. Hail Honey, I'm Home. And we talked oh. about this. Yeah. 1990, a sitcom about Hitler and uh, Eva Braun, who have trouble getting along with their wacky Jewish neighbors. With an attempt at a mainstream sitcom, it was scheduled for the television station Galaxy and premiered at 9.30 p.m. on that Sunday. One episode, and the Prime Minister of England said, what the hell are you doing? You cannot do this. Uh, it was, and I watched the episode because you can go online and watch it. It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen because of how they tried to make it a real sitcom. Well, you're that kind of. Well, of course, you're going to try to make that a sitcom. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not going to make a drama out of it. Oh God! <laughs> it was the oddest thing. Like, whose idea was Hogan's Heroes was only 20 years after the World War, mm. but at least he didn't have Hitler in it. Well, Monty Python had a skit. Where Hitler survived the war and was hiding out in like suburbs of London. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, that's and, what they saw. And yeah, and he changed his name to Hilter, <laughs> and then started running for office. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah, this one was a fucked up episode, and I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was weird. Um, just a couple of things. So that was my number one. A uh, couple of things, Jeff, on Small Wonder. Here we go. Right. Seth Green screen tested for the part of Jamie, the brother. The brother. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Candace Cameron, uh, Taylor Neff, and Heather O'Rourke all auditioned for the role of Vicky. Vicky is V-I-C-I, is what it stands for. Or what it is. Eddie McClurg. Or Edie, Edie, Edie McClurg. McClurg. She was the mom, right? Yeah. Yes. She left the show during the third season to be cast in a full-time role in Valerie. Which was the Hogan family? Yeah, well, she's a. I don't think she, she was, was a neighbor. She was oh, a yeah, neighbor. she neighbor. was a, a neighbor. Yeah, she wasn't the mama on small. They Wonder. talked to her. They referred to her off camera, but she was never seen. Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, episodes in the first season had a budget of three hundred thousand each. How? That's a lot of money. Three hundred thousand, especially because that was a. Uh, 
what do you call it? Syndicated uh, first run. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, a season three episode titled The Russians Are Coming became somewhat infamous for featuring a joke that was considered so awful the studio audience could actually be heard groaning. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say what the joke was. I wonder if the joke was, uh, my dog lost his nose. How does he smell? Awful. <laughs> that was a Monty Python thing. Yeah. The funniest was... <laughs> and finally, it was broadcast as a new series in India in 2000. <laughs> uh, let's see. Honorable mentions for me. What would Ryan Lochte do? Oh, God. Oh, my God. That fucking oh, I forgot about that. It was so bad. <sighs> so bad. And I couldn't stop watching. It was so awful, and he is the fucking dumbest man. Not allegedly. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, I had The Outer Limits. Yep. I really liked that show. I love that show. Uh, Baywatch Nights. Oh, God. And that, Fringe. I was yep. surprised Fringe wasn't on your main list. I love Fringe. They made it work. My uh, honorable mentions, I was going to uh, segue into you talk about the British Prime Minister to the show where they make the British Prime Minister fuck a pig in the first episode. <laughs> Black Mirror. <laughs> golf. Uh, then I have Grimm, uh, and then uh, Robot Chicken, since we brought up Seth Green. Robot Chicken is a good one. <laughs> Jeff, anything? Uh, yeah, my honorable mentions, I had Manimal, <laughs> and uh, Legion. <coughs> Sorry, Legion is a good one. Legion yes, is Legion's good. a great show, but it is weird. If, I, is if weird. I watched Preacher, I would have put, put that on there. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Chris Richardson. Five weird TV shows you most likely never heard of. Damn Brits. Hey, we're on nerdly.co.uk. Uh, we have Psychoville, the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. That one I had heard of. I've yeah. heard of that one. I haven't but, seen it, but heard of it. Most Haunted, uh, Button Moon, and Nightmare. With a K. But so, yes, four of your five I have not heard of, Chris. Uh, Sean Kuna, Pittsburgh Nerd. Mr. Ed. That's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> that was so bad. That's uh, Lemon, Hogan. Lemon and Hogan. Still, yeah, Hogan. Oh, that's Chris right. Oh. <laughs> Chris Lemon. I made the eight of Chris Lemon. <laughs> I still say Baywatch Nights beats Thunder in Paradise. Uh, Herman's Head, mm-hmm. Manimal, and the Tom Green Show. Oh, I forgot about the Tom Green Show. This is the Tom Green Show. It's not the Green Tom Show. Uh, Doug, number one fan, had Manimal, Auto Man, Quark. Anybody know what Quark is? Nope. Jim, but he- can you look that up for us? Misfits of Science and Masquerade. Everyday Citizens Help a Spy Organization. Steve Garvey was a guest star. Baseball player. Uh, honorable mentions, Riverdale. You know what? I don't disagree with that. Riverdale is a fucked up weird show. I do love it, though. Mr. Merlin, Twin Peaks, and pretty much everything from the first two years of Fox, UPN, and the WB. Homeboys in Outer Space? <laughs> oh, a great show. I just remember Fox. I remember the adventures of Beans Baxter. That's... I remember the title. I don't remember anything about it. It was like a high school or junior high age kid becomes a spy. Oh. Was it on Fox like a, at night? Yeah. Really? It was, I think, one of the first five shows Fox created. Was it before or after Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Before. Okay. Parker Lewis was an odd show. Yeah. It was, It was. yeah, the, the first, like, you had uh, Tracy Allman show. You had Married with Children. And I think Werewolf came out, and I think Adventures of Beans Baxter was in... Well, at Top of the Heap. Remember that one? No, that was a spinoff yeah, years later. That was but... so bad. Okay, Quark. 
1977 American science fiction sitcom starring Richard Benjamin, broadcast on Friday nights at 8 to 8.30 on NBC. Pilot aired May 7th, 1977. The series followed as a mid-season replacement in 78. Series canceled of April 78. It was created by Buck Henry. Okay. <laughs> Buck Henry could be a little odd. Uh, starring uh, Richard Benjamin, Tom Thomas, T- Tim Thomerson, Richard Kelton, Trisha Barnstable, Sib Barnstable, Conrad Janis, uh, Alan uh, Kylo, or Kylow, and Bobby Porter. What was that about? Uh, science fiction sitcom around a play, uh, plot uh, set on a United Galaxy sanitation patrol cru- cruiser, an interstellar, an interstellar garbage scout operating out of the United Galaxy space station Perma 1 in the year 2226. Adam Quirk uh, works to clean up trash in space by in space by collecting space baggies with a trusted and highly unusual crew. Okay, uh, three no- of the episodes were direct parodies of Star Trek episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it satirized Star Wars, Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, Lost in Space, Buck Rogers, and Flash Gordon. Flash, I need to look this up. Well, there's like, only a couple episodes. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, but I mean. That sounds like something I would have liked if I knew it existed. Uh, I will say, other ones I just thought of, Fall Guy, The Fall Guy, that was a weird show. Wasn't that weird? Ah, he's a stunt man, he's going to be solving crime. Yeah. Um, at that time, everybody solved crime, you just came from a different angle. True. I and mean, you had Simon and Simon, were brothers who solved crime, you had <laughs> Riptide, you know, I own a boat and solve crime. Uh, Mystery Science Theater. That is a weird show. You're right. That would it make... should not have worked, and it does. It it works perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and they invented the aid of Chris Lemon. Yep. <laughs> that is true. I can't have it. <laughs> uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number 29-ish. Ish. Uh, we're going not buying tickets to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. <gasps> that would be a bad idea. Next week, September 14th through the 16th. We'll be playing trivia at booth 142. Come on down. Uh, 29A, going to Iceland instead of going to the Cincinnati Comedy <laughs> That is a good Expo. call. That is a good call. Uh, yes, yeah, so come down, see us next week. Uh, we will have one more episode before our uh, episodes for at the Cincinnati Comic Expo, but episode 142, or booth 142, come on down. Also, it is a good time to uh, go back to, and listen to episode 142 of Hobie. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but go back and listen to specifically 142. Roger says. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. Before we. Yes. I want to make it the official Canadian of the Year's uh, duty this week. Yes. Is to go back to listen to 142 and tell us what was good and bad about that episode. Do a podcast report. Yes, podcast report on 142. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Titles for the show episode. I have, uh, I don't paint, and uh, I want cuffs too. That's all I got this week. The only one I wrote down was way too much shitting on this one. <laughs> and, then we do that. and if we want to do one, I'd say just ants, these goddamn ants. <laughs> Our Hobie studio has been infiltrated with ants somehow. <laughs> Fucking pezzes everywhere because of the ants now, ants.
You mean ants are afraid <laughs> because of the fucking pads? <laughs> Whatever. If the, I mean, if the ants carried in pads, we wouldn't be cursing them. <laughs> That's true. Where's, where's Scott lying? <laughs> Let's see. I've got uh, the kitty litter box. Uh, Wong is a scrawl. Uh, time travel and scrawls. Uh, too much penetration. <laughs> you can't you got Humans are interesting people. I like that one. That's what I can think about. <laughs> and Tristan wins. Who wins? Tristan. Tristan. Oh, change approved. <laughs> I already did that one. <laughs> Humans are interesting people. Humans are interesting people. I like it. Uh, episode 142 for Besotted Geek, if you listen this long. Bruce Wayne Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm intrigued to find out what that here's was about. Thing. Here's the t- Here's the description. The Hobie Gang is getting ready for a weekend at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. <laughs> well, yeah. But before they do, they... Well, yeah, but I didn't know it was 142. It was two years ago directly. <laughs> uh, before they do, they get excited about the newest episode of Gotham. What the fuck happened there? <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> and even NCIS. Well, what, wait a minute. What? The guys make a commercial for Bruce Wayne Cologne. <laughs> still rip on Point Break and are freaked out by the new Fifty Shades of Grey trailer. I think I'm now trying to read more. So Bruce Wayne Cologne. Bruce uh, Wayne. Yeah. So if uh, Bruce Wayne Cologne. Uh, let's see. Uh, Blake is worried about the little girl playing with Bigfoot, while Jason feels he is nothing more than a giving tree. Blake wonders why aggressive comics is in his Facebook feed. Well, the guy who lists their top five least favorite Star Wars characters, not named Jar Jar. But yeah, it would be yeah, a hundred and four, a hundred and two weeks ago, or a hundred and four weeks ago, yeah, episode one, <laughs> one forty-two. So there you go. There's episode uh, one forty-two. Uh, if you would like some other good ones, uh, don't be friends with Jeff. <laughs> uh, no wonder Burr shot him. Episode yeah. Oh, no wonder Burr shot him. Baby That's the one where people started thinking we were a history, history podcast. podcast. <laughs> Baby cakes in the electoral college. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we also had, sorry, uh, we also had polio sticks. <laughs> polio sticks. Pants not included. Jesus Christ, we talk about pants a lot on this show. I'm not having pants. <laughs> uh, swipe right on Prinder. That's episode 168 for you folks. Oh, that's Jason's highlight of his podcast. Episode 171, the Catholic or the Christian one, Jesus Didn't Rise on Sunday. Uh, let's see. Vote for Pippa's Bum. And uh, Creola Superman in 182. I do declare I got Krypton. <laughs> and uh, no space violence. Anyways, moving on. Uh, So, Roger says goodbye again. Bye again. You've been listening to Hobie.